All right, what's going on? Peace, everybody. So we back once again. It's been a long time. And we back with a good friend of mine, Tehran. What's good with T-Money Chambers in the building? You feel me? How you doing, man? What's going on? What's for, uh, so the people that don't know, that aren't familiar, man, uh, this is going to be, um, once again, another collaboration episode. And we have a script that we're going to kind of stick to. So this right here is just going to be the introduction. So once again, so that people can find out a little bit about you, man, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you got going on for yourself. Well, Tehran Chambers, uh, from Oakland, California, and... I'm really right now. I'm about to go to PCC in Portland Community College. I'm gonna be a walk on if this coronavirus ever go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up in Arizona and Oakland at the same time. I came about like uh, I think the third grade, I believe. I think mm-hmm. something like that, and then went to Westview and all the time and stuff like that. But yeah, I'll be on working. What are you going to school for exactly? Uh, marine biology and then hooping. Marine biology, so that's like, uh, what's that? Animals, the biology yeah, of animals. Okay, underwater okay. science. Oh, that's pretty hard. That's pretty hard, bro. Yeah. How long? Uh, how much longer you got left uh, with hooping? To I'm a hooping. I got three years still. You got three years left. This one, yeah. This one don't really count. Mm-hmm. You can still get your, and you can still have next year. So I've got three. All right, bet. And uh, just in case you know, if people want to follow you on Instagram, or Snapchat, feel free yeah. to you know say that shit on. Yep. T Money Chambers, uh, Snapchat. Don't judge me, Money Man. I think it's 08, 24. No, it's Money Man 2408. I made it like when we was young. Yeah, thought, it was, thought it was cool, but everything else, T Money Chambers, yeah. the ones I got to change, yeah, yeah. Got a little bit older. I remember uh, when I made my first Snapchat, I think it was sophomore year, so I was 15. Mm-hmm. I was 15, sophomore year. And I, like, when I first, when I first like, had a Snapchat, it was actually the summer going into uh, sophomore <laughs> year. So I had, like, no hoes or nothing like right. I, had to, I had to create it with my instagram so i made mine like uh at first it was like when you were able to change your snap name too right. so i was made it like a, a mirror i don't even remember what it Wait, first you can was change your snap name? yeah yeah oh, shit. yeah i don't get that so i i did mine and i synchronized it pretty much with my instagram okay, so that okay. way people who had me on instagram or had me on mm-hmm. snap and didn't have me on instagram you know what i mean you could find me and that's when i was doing like um I was making like skits on Instagram. You remember that shit, right? Right, and I right, was right. Like just doing a whole bunch of goofy yeah. shit, and so uh, you know, yeah. So that's really the first time you know that I that I made Snapchat, and that's around the time that we started uh, that I ran into you, bro. Was either sophomore? Right. It was it was sophomore year, but mm-hmm. me, you started really kicking it again to know each other like that right. in junior year. Because sure. was it sophomore year that the Clippers beat the Spurs in the playoffs? Yeah, that was sophomore year. I was sophomore, I think it. It may have been junior year. I don't remember. But I remember you um, You coming. You was like, bro, you said that. You said it was going to happen. You called it, bro. Yeah. You called it. And the only reason, I, and I was riding um, high off the Spurs because my dad liked the Spurs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, they had just beat the, the Heat in the finals. Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, bro, they're going to go back and do it again. You know what I mean? It's, it's not going to be enough. But you were right, bro. And you were Damian telling me about Damian Lillard back then too. That's yeah. one. Yeah, it was sophomore year because he was on the cover of NBA Live. Oh yeah, everybody was like, "Bro, it's NBA Live." He was like, "Talk to me when they he on two K." But oh, now it is now. He yeah, on two K. <laughs> so niggas can't even say nothing now, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and once again, bro, like you were right about a lot of that stuff, bro. So this is why this is another reason why I wanted to get you on a podcast and talk about the sports mm-hmm. aspect and all that shit, bro. Because um, once one, it's been a minute. And we, mm-hmm. you know, uh, even though we've disagreed, shit doesn't get fucking out of hand like a lot of emotional motherfuckers out here in the regular world. Uh, the one thing, 
because you know, especially you remember when um, I think we FaceTimed. It might have been on Instagram or something like that. But you were telling yeah. me, um, um, you know, you wanted to talk to me about like the whole mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter situation right. and stuff like that, because you know that that's kind of my field and yeah. things like that, right? Yeah, so even yeah. back then, bro, like even on like Snapchat and Instagram, when I do talk about certain shit, bro, like um, I talk about on Instagram, this. I believe, and then you hit yeah. me on Snapchat, yeah, yeah. And um, most of the time when I talk about certain things, um, you were the type of person in class, bro, like you weren't like, of course you were funny. You know right. what I mean? We're like class counts, but we got, our, we got our shit done, bro. Like niggas gonna raise their hand. Niggas got their work done and shit like that, right? So when I talk about certain things or certain things that people may disagree with on social media and mugs disagree and why I'm not gonna go back and forth with them is because like, nigga, you never used to raise your hand in class. You never used to go back and forth with your teacher. Why are you doing this now? You were too fucking cool mm-hmm. back then. Right. But now you want to, you know what I'm saying? Because you smoke weed and watch documentary, mm-hmm. YouTube documentaries all day. You know <laughs> something? Come on, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here type shit. You know, right, I order right. books and I do a lot of this shit. Like, do, you know what I mean? Like, right. on my podcast and like, it, like, it's so much shit that I can really, it's only so much I can really talk about, bro. Because a lot of people really ain't trying to hear this type shit, you know? Right. And a lot of people are, are over emotional. Mm-hmm. So one thing, you know, with us talking about the sports and getting you on here, bro, is because, you know, we not we're not gonna get over emotional. It's not gonna be more than you know what I mean. Motherfuckers when they hear shit that they don't like or right. they disagree with, a lot of our people they they get over emotional and want to fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So and that's another reason I've had you on here, bro. Right. And I'm you know I'm glad you know once again, bro, that we've been able to link up again. Sure. So uh, let's get into it, bro. Who is Teron Chambers? Who am I? That is a great question. I would say like almost like a caring person, just trying to be. Someone that's not trying to fail in work. I'm trying to be a little successful. I don't want. I don't gotta have the the biggest house, the best cars, and I just wanted to just see like how life really is, and just trying to just be me, the yeah. best me I can be. I think um in this, in this age, bro, we're all um, searchers in some type right. of way, whether it's you trying to find out or search, you know, your relationship with God or mm-hmm. your purpose on life or what you want to do with your career, things of that nature, you know. A lot of a lot of our, you know, especially because you know, we're still like in college and school and working type thing, so we're just yeah. getting out of the mindset of being children mm-hmm. into the grown up state, right? Yeah. So, um, with a lot of our people being searches, we we get caught up in like the pursuit of the chase rather than actually like, and, and the thrill rather than actually like finding like the fucking message and what we're actually mm-hmm. looking for. Yeah. A lot of our people just be searchers their entire fucking life, and right. they go down a rabbit hole, and fucking 35 years old doing the same thing yeah Yeah. fuck Mm -hmm. you know so people that's still in the high school mindset man just i just want to party i want to drink i want to smoke it it's all fine and good like you're adulting like okay cool you you got this job and then you're smoking drink i have no problem with that like you doing you but if you're still in the high school mindset i still want to go to parties i'm still trying to find a bitch like nah fine (laughs) find your reason here man like you said I'm still Grow up, <laughs> Like you know how high school used yeah. to be. Like, no, where they at? Though, at, man, where the hoes exactly. at? Every morning, exactly. Like seven o'clock in the morning. Like, where where they at? Where oh, they, it's too early. Chill out, like, exactly. Man, where the bread at, bro? Chill the hell out, bro. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. And and now we at the point in time, bro. Like, nigga, you can't get no hoes without no money. Mm-hmm. So, nigga, where the bread at? Exactly. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers ain't really trying to, you know. Are, are people way too emotional to hear that type of right. shit? You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers are trying to fight you. Well, this is you know, time to grow up. Right? Yeah, bro. It really, it really is. is. It really is, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
with a little bit of catching up, man. How you know? How's everything been going for you? Again, once again, man. How has how has Tehran been? I want to say like great, but everybody know that's a goddamn lie. Like I have my struggles. Mm-hmm. Like we all do. Yeah, like I didn't get to go to school last year because how to develop some stuff, and then like I was supposed to move. I was really, really supposed to like get out of here like about last year, but nah, just something just kept me here. And I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. Like, I really had to focus up. Like, I was on my downfall. Like, because I didn't have no job. And everybody was all like, bro, you you just kicking it. You just talking. And I was I was bigger at that time. I was, it was been a lot. But now, like, everything's on the up and up. I have, I have like, three jobs and mm-hmm. making that bread and trying to be the best I can be. And now I'm about to get loose. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, what do you, what would you say uh, on your way um, on your way to where you are right now? Because you said you know you were you know on the downfall. What would you say um, was the main contributor of helping you get back um, in the right mindset? Because everything in this world, especially being so called black man, everything is a mind game. It's mm-hmm. all about mental, mental preparation. Mm-hmm. So what what was the biggest? I would you? say like when I say something um, that I'm gonna do. And people doubt me. You're going to hear that a lot. I love when people doubt me. That drives me. Whatever they say I can't do, that makes me, oh, yeah, let me go prove them wrong. That yeah. drives me. And then every time I like, I told people my dream, they're like, oh, no, you can't do it. You can't do it. And then now like that I found it, I was like, I know how I can get there mm-hmm. by using their motivation to help me get there. Yeah. So I'm rising above what they talk about. So I would say probably doubt. Doubt from anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I even had, like, my own girl and they family. It was like, oh, you nothing, like, stuff like that. And then she actually broke up with me, actually. But getting older and the things change, like, in the world. The mm-hmm. world has you, oh, let me let me teach you how he's feeling. And now it's on the downfall. Like, it switched roles. Right. Like, because now she's going through it and I'm on the up and up. Yeah. And I didn't choose to leave. Yeah. But, so I'm dealing with that. But, yeah, doubt, most definitely. Anybody that doubt me, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to let you know that right now. So, what it sounds like is you pretty much creating um, creating your own look. You mm-hmm. pretty much create your own opportunity. Right. Because, a lot of, once again, a lot of our people, um, uh, we like to play the victim. And, of course, it's easy to play the victim. Mm-hmm. It's hella easy, bro. You know, but in this system, like, no, no one really, at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? Exactly. You gonna be telling your grandchildren, "Oh, no, I didn't make it because I was black." Like, mm-hmm. come on, bro. Like, oh, my knee hurt. Hey, some people. Hey, it it could. It, it does happen. It does right. happen. You know, a lot of but that takes a lot of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you're gonna have to be able to look in the mirror, and your problems are only going to be fixed by you. Exactly. And if we if we look at it as, "Oh, no, we were never given a chance or anything," well, you got to make your own. You got to make your own chance. Mm-hmm. You have to work toward getting the mm-hmm. opportunity to be presented. An opportunity to give yourself a chance, if that makes sense, you know. So it's literally like learning how to create your own look type things. What it sounds like, and that's one thing that you know our people need to you need to work on anyway. And I was telling you earlier, you know, with your family, it seems like your family is really good people, bro. Right. And one thing um, a lot of our people don't have is you know like without with growing up um, in single mother environments, we start to be over emotional. We get doubtful. We start to doubt ourselves. Right. You know the same ways, but you know like me, I I, I kind of. I'm. I don't really doubt myself. I, I'm. I'm kind of learning. Now I'm kind of learning. I, I'm a lot more sure of myself once again, mm-hmm. like how I was in high school. You know what I mean. But um, it's because I have a really good support system. My dad, right. my mom, my grandpa, my grandmother. You know, my cousins, things of that nature. But mainly my dad, um, helping me stay in the right. You know, helping me stay in the right headspace. And you know, 
helping me just move on. You know, right. that's why I love sports, bro. Like sports is a microcosm of life when you see um and clutch pressures and like clutch moments and you know tough situations when 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 the rubber gets to the road right. and times get tough, you see, you know, who has thick skin. That's why right. Damian Lillard stands out. That's why Steph Curry was standing out when he first came up. Mm-hmm. Larry Bird, the Michael Jordans, you know, like Kobe. LeBron Kobe's, you know, the Mamba mentality mm-hmm. when team when, when when times get tough. You see who you know who's gonna step who up fold, to the plate. Right. Who's gonna fold? Who fold and that type of stuff stands out. Up. You know, and it's just like um, even with football, it's the same thing, bro. Exactly. Like, like are you gonna play to that last minute, or are you just gonna ah, we lost. Yeah, game, and even the and even when even in a game and even in a battle in life, it's a microcosm of life. But even in a battle, you're going to make mistakes, mm-hmm. but you always have another opportunity to capitalize on that situation and that mistake. So I love basketball, man. Basketball, you make a mistake. Boxing you make and football, right. right? You can make, you can make up for. It. Oh, I got. Don't dwell on it. Next play, we have a whole right, another exactly. game, bro. Same thing with basketball. Like you know, you could have. Well, with J.R. Smith, when when uh, with the J.R. Smith game. Oh yeah, when he grabbed the rebound. Yeah, that that game, that game one loss. You have to put that on LeBron because he's the leader. I don't think you can really put that on LeBron. It's because like it's it's like me say me and you mm-hmm. we're playing like I shoot the ball, you get. You get the rebound. I don't expect you to. I expect you to do the right play. You didn't pass the ball. You passed to somebody else. So I can't control. I, yeah, yeah, I can't really control what you do. I expect you. Oh, that's a basketball play. Go up, try to get a foul right. or something. Right. Like, but I can feel LeBron on that. But I can't really put that on LeBron. Yeah, he is the leader of that team. But I can't force somebody to. I can say. It, I can say it all. Mm-hmm. It's up to you, like, to make that choice. Right. And it's not. And it's not really forcing anybody to do anything. Once again, it's about moving on to the next play. Right. It's overtime. The mm-hmm. Game regulation is over, LeBron. Right. You saw he went to the sideline, got the towel overs, didn't talk to any one of his teammates. He needed Jeff Green to come tap on. So like, bro, like, oh yeah, my nigga, are, are, are you you gonna say something? Yeah, that's true. Disassociating yourself from your teammates. Mm-hmm. That's you know that shit has an effect. It's a right. whole nother quarter. Good board. Right. You didn't sh- Good board, bro. Right. We got a whole nother fucking quarter to go through. Play with the same intensity that you just had. Like, you know? Let's win this game, bro. And that, that when, okay. you know, it shows mental, the mental strength. I can see you. I can see you. You know, so as a leader, mm-hmm. you never, you're never supposed to, you know, lose your composure in a battle, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a war battle. At least in the open. Right. Do that shit in the, in the locker room. That's we right. heard about Jerry Rice, the greatest football player of all time. Man. You know, we know he was an asshole, but we never right. saw it on the field. You exactly. only heard about that shit in the locker room and shit like that because you know you're not supposed to do that. There's a lot of people like that, like Michael Jordan. Like, y'all saw The Last Dance. Y'all mm-hmm. watched that, what people were saying. And yeah. you didn't see that on the court. They played like they was they was them dudes. Yeah. Like, nobody was really on the same page, really, until it was time to, all right, let's do this. Let's you do got it. Dennis Rodman wanting to go every time he had an off day. I'm going to Vegas. Pimpin' is trying to focus up on his game, and Michael Jordan just... Doing what he do. Yeah, making it come together, mm-hmm. making it work regardless. And as a leader, you have to be able to um you have to be able to elevate your teammates right. and the level of your play. And with LeBron, LeBron doesn't elevate all his teammates and make all of his teammates better. Mm-hmm. Assist doesn't make someone better. Right. I don't care what you're saying. Their numbers may look your numbers may look better, right? But when you play when you play next when you play with somebody in, in the game of basketball, we're not just taught to play defense and shoot threes. When mm-hmm. you play next to a LeBron James, he runs the LeBron James system. Normally, when you're ball dominant and stuff like that, and you don't really actually play a good system, that's not a winning brand of basketball. That's why he's three and six in the finals. Okay, 
You know, so that's why when you look at the Spurs and when, when LeBron has always played high IQ basketball teams, he's always had problems. The Spurs gave him problems. The, the, uh, the Celtics with no Kyrie, no Gordon Hayward, mm-hmm. a young-ass team, they run an actual system. They took him to game seven. That's an actual sure. system. When you look right. at the Mavericks, when he lost to the Mavericks, mm-hmm. they ran an actual system. But that's because he's like three and nine in the finals. He's now, he's he's nine. He's been to the finals nine times. He's three and six in total. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Same as Matt and the Magic Johnson been in nine finals. Right. He won what? How many? Five. Five, five and four. Mm-hmm. You know, but the the brand of basketball that he played, he's known as the greatest passer of the ball. Right. And he made his teammates better, not just right, right. But nah. I don't think it's I don't think it's a close second, bro. I don't you know how you can say that because he has five rings. Imagine if the passer talking about yeah, passing, yeah, like John. I don't, I don't might think it's want a close second. I've solved the highlights, but I, have you solved the Magic Johnson highlight tape? Yeah, oh, that that's he has true. a fifteen minute highlight reel of just dying. <laughs> like <laughs> Magic is like, but you got probably, he's on John Stockton's all time assist. Like yeah, yeah, so. And then John Stockton up there, too. No, that's true. Yeah, John Stockton isn't John Stockton number one, though? And what? Assist. assist? Yeah. Yeah. If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, that doesn't make him the greatest passer. He's a prolific passer. That doesn't make you the greatest passer. Well, Chamberlain was a prolific scorer. He was not the greatest scorer. Right. Okay. Okay. See the difference? Yeah. So when people... And this... And that, I'm glad that, you, that we're talking about this because one thing about, you know... Again, talking about LeBron, man. Um, it's 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 like when when you when you play in a team when you play in a team frame, everyone has to be implemented and everyone has to be used to the best of their abilities. Right. Right. So when you look at the teams that LeBron has played for, um, last year on the Lakers, right. If LeBron makes all his teammates better, why why were they twenty eight and twenty seven when LeBron was healthy? Right. Fifty the fifty eight games, fifty six games that he played, right? They 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 didn't have a winning record at all. They didn't go playoffs. Exactly. So if you make your teammates better, you're supposed to make all of your teammates better. Right. Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, they're both in the race for most improved player of the year. Right. What does that say about What does that say about LeBron? Does he really make his teammates better like that, or is they just that nice? Mm-hmm. Or is it the people that he needs around him? He needs certain people around him. Chris Boss was able to fit that 3 and D type role. Right. You know, Maybe but he wasn't a 3 and D type player. Yeah. That wasn't him initially. He used to dominate the post. Exactly. Chris Boss. Mm-hmm. And when in uh, Toronto, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I think he led them to the playoffs, I think, once or twice, maybe. Yeah, probably once, though, because, you know, 3 didn't make I think it was 05. And they had to get past the Heat. And that's when they really, yeah. That's when Shaq went over there. And it was, he was yeah. A yeah, Shaq was crazy. Yeah. So, man, I'd have been on five, really. I remember that. Hey, so um, another question, man. Um, are the Portland Trailblazers making the playoffs? Hell yeah, we the AC right now. Like like Cuzzo said, man, you better put some fucking respect on his name. Yeah. Man. But, yeah, I hope so, but. Hey, we're kind of a little little hurt, but we got some pieces back. Like Nurk, he coming out doing strong, and then we got Zach Collins back. And I wish I had Hassan to step up just a little bit, just a little bit more, really play like a big man and really dunk on him. Like cause I know he can. Man, yeah, if he man. if he plays like anything, he should like he like he was like three to five years ago. 
Right. They would be nice. They're gonna be a pro- they would be a, a big problem. Right. Magic problem. Believe, for I believe they will be making the playoffs AFC. I think um man, cause I thought that they were gonna do it, but man, I, the way that the Suns are playing right now, bro. You taking the Suns? I, I just cause I'm from Phoenix, man. I, I, I want to see them do good. I really do, but the Suns fucking suck. <laughs> I believe all the Phoenix teams suck, except for, I'll give you the Coyotes because I don't watch hockey like yeah. that, and the Mercury. The Mercury are nice. I'll give it to them. Yeah. They are nice. I don't watch WNBA. I can care less, to be honest. It's just not Man. entertaining. I'll be at the game most of the time, like when I can, Diana Taurasi, Brittany Griner, all that. Okay, I feel you. Yeah, they can hoop, but yeah. I'd rather not watch a bunch of layups. <laughs> you get some deep threes. You get some deep things like <laughs> like more other like mine more like she's nice like um yeah, Candace Parker, my idol as babe too. Like if she wanna give it boy a chance, she can, but anyway, anyway. But yeah, like they can really hoop though. Like some I believe like some movers can really dog some NBA players. I I uh, the benefit of the chance. I wouldn't. I, I think if you if you if you pick the worst NBA player in the league, he'll dominate the. I promise WNBA you, NBA the worst NBA player will probably get dogged by Brittany Griner. I doubt it, bro. I the really biggest, like the, probably one of the weakest centers that you could find, or even Candace Parker, one of the weakest. Like who would be all right? So let's talk about weak centers. Who okay. would be the class of weak centers? A weak center, like a Daniel Tice. That's tough, or a Kwame Brown type. Was he a center? I believe power forward center. Yeah, I believe so. You think he'll get dominated by Candace? I promise you, Candace Parker will give that man buckets. But six eight, yeah, six eight hundred eighty to a six eight one something. A male six eight is way different from a female six eight. I know, but Candace Parker is bit different. I promise you. Hey, I'll put money on it though. I'll put money on it. I I'll put money it. on Candace Parker. I'll put my life on the line for. I think I'll be Candace Parker in the game one on one. Honestly. Hey, I'm hey, Don't sleep on me, bro. Right, I believe it. I got don't you. sleep on me. But Candace Parker is. I, I'm a clamp. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. Candace. Look okay. Alright, nah, I'm just I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm just I posted this, so if she see this, she want to play you. Hey, bro. I'm I'm all for it, bro. I'm competitive <laughs> right? by nature. You know what I mean? Right, and they and a lot of, here? yeah, and the women, you know, they're they're actually trying to make a claim that you know that they need to be paid more and things of that nature, and that right. you know. Hey, bro, that, that'd be something that can prove, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that why y'all need a lot more attention if you right. start doing things like that, being competitive and things like that. That'll help the WNBA and things like that. If they, you know what I mean, if they were actually pulled through and start beating niggas, then that's right. going to help them and get attraction. Mm-hmm. Niggas going to be like, hey, bro, you, you see this nigga Draymond Green got banged on by. Right. <laughs> like, could you imagine something? Like, I almost definitely, oh, you dunked on Draymond? Like, uh, he's a defensive player. Or, like, Draymond. say, like, Brittany Griner dunked on, like, um... That'll give them great looks, bro. Yeah. Imagine, like, the, um... Like, if you were to, like... All, you wouldn't even need to watch the whole game, but imagine Draymond getting dunked on. Nigga, like, she's right. getting shoe deals. All mm-hmm. type of shit, bro. That's gonna bring in revenue and a whole bunch more eyes. Right. To the WNBA. I feel like that's more money, like... If they get, like, a bigger crowd... Cause I know you. That's what it is. Kids. That's what it is. They, they don't get have a bigger, bigger crowd. crowd. Yeah, they most definitely deserve more money. But as of right now, like I, I couldn't like just reward that money. Like, yeah, they're nice. They're they're all nice. Like, cool. But like, you, you gotta more, bring, you need you need to you bring, gotta bring more in. credit. You like, gotta bring more in. Mm-hmm. You have to. Cause me investing this much money into you, 
and then you not making y'all not making not bringing, You niggas are not bringing in no right. Job. The only people that really watch WNBA are people that play basketball mm-hmm. and people who have family that, that just love basketball. Like during the during the summer, yeah, we don't got nothing else to watch. Like, cause football not there. Nobody want to watch one hundred eighty two games of baseball. I don't watch the baseball mm-hmm. until the World Series. <laughs> exactly. See what I'm talking about? But yeah. hey, they they still getting paid. Cause the only thing about games. baseball though is when you go, it's totally different than mm-hmm. watching it on the fucking TV. It most definitely is. The environment is most definitely yeah. different. It's it's more entertaining right. when you're there. You're like, damn, look at this field, bro. It's hella big. It really is. I remember and you got to catch a small-ass ball, too. Yeah, bro. It's coming, like, and they're throwing it at least 90 <laughs> to 100 mm-hmm. miles an hour, bro. Like, that's, that's yeah. pretty tough, man. That's yeah. pretty tough. I would talk shit about baseball back mm-hmm. then, but not anymore. I have a different perspective. That's what I say, too. I I say the same thing. I think it's low key like um at least for me my favorite sport is boxing. I got into boxing a lot. Boxing really. is like when I start doing it in the off season, I'm most definitely like, oh, what, what technique is he using? Yeah, type stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think um when it comes to boxing, in my opinion, uh, just my opinion, Floyd Mayweather is the greatest fighter Facts. of all time. I made so much money, hey, money team man, hey, money, money team. team. Awesome. <laughs> If so y'all much bet, money. Whenever Floyd comes right. out, if y'all want to bet me on that, I'm taking bets too. Right. He making money, yeah. I'm trying to make my money like he is. You feel me? <laughs> Same thing. But the only reason I say that is because no one, um, no one has fought as many championship bouts, mm-hmm. and no one has beat as many champions as Floyd Mayweather. Right. No one. No so, one comes close. Mm-hmm. And he has dominated everyone in dominant fashion. Everyone who he's fought, all the championship fighters that he... Think about this, bro. Floyd has to give up 15 right. to 20 pounds for right. the fight to be entertaining. For it to be fair. Fair enough to be entertaining. <laughs> he's so great, he has to go fight people that are 15, 20 pounds over him. Right. You know what I mean? The only good thing, the great thing about him is his his reach. Right. He's like 5'8". He has a long reach, bro. He has like a 71-inch reach that. type When he actually bro. get out that, all right, let me let me really box this dude and really use yeah. it instead of up close. And, but that yeah. up close is personal, too. Because like, he's a great counterpuncher. Mm-hmm. That up close and fighting somebody in the pocket and his ability to... Once again, the mind, bro, sports. The ability to make adjustments in a bout, in a game mm-hmm. is just beyond me, bro. Like... Let me ask you this though: If mm-hmm. he was a heavyweight with like Mike Tyson in the era like that, do you think he'll be fifty and old to this day? Or is it fifty? I think I think as a heavyweight, it's low. Like if he was like the same, he was just the same, um, same weight as Mike Tyson. Go going, he's built the same, but he the techniques are different. Do you think he can keep up with Mike Tyson like that? Because he's more because he's more uh, technically sound. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Anyone who has fundamentals, um, once again, anyone with a high IQ, with fundamentals, things of that nature, mm-hmm. you're always going to be able to stay in the game and have a winner's chance. Mm-hmm. Or, as some people call it, a fighter's chance, right? right. That's a great power puncher in boxing. A right. fighter's chance is right. um, Deontay Wilder, and I have the most vicious mm-hmm. right hook mm-hmm. probably the, anyone on the planet has ever seen, arguably. That's All, true. The thing, he can be losing a fight. He's been losing fights. And just catch niggas with one. Right. And, they're, and they, they just... And the way they go down, <laughs> and they wake up like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Where am I? 
I'm a boxer. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, wow, bro. He had he has like it's certain people who fight with like their spirit and their soul behind every punch. Mm-hmm. He fights with the power of every ancestor in <laughs> his spirit, my nigga. Like, he said every ancestor. <laughs> He's swinging like to kill, bro. He's That's why I say the ancestors, ancestor. bro. Like he he fight he throws with every with every drop of soul and spirit, <laughs> nigga, that he has, bro. You can tell. He's, bro, he's losing fights and he just knocks mm-hmm. the misery out of niggas, bro. When he was fighting uh, Tyson, Tyson Fury. Fury? Yeah. all going on to that. The, the first rematch. fight. The first fight. I was like, come on, Deontay, you losing. You right. losing. Hit this nigga. Oh, oh shit. Right. Oh, he went down. Oh, shit. <laughs> The whole time I was worried, like, damn, bro, this nigga's not like, he hitting lo- this he nigga. He's losing, yeah. Yeah, bro. If he didn't get into two knockdowns, he most definitely lost He lost fight. the fight. Only reason he won the fight is because he came in favored. The champion is always favored. Yeah, of course. Of course. But the second fight, it was no doubt about it. Second fight, he got his ass whipped. Yeah, that's tough. But if they fight a trilogy, you think? If they fight a third time, he's going to have to He's gonna have to do something totally different. He's going to have to fight totally different. He's going to... He's gonna need to. He, he's gonna have to throw everything away. Trainer, get right. new trainers, oh, all of that shit. You think because so? after the first fight, his trainers were telling him that he won and things of that nature. You know what I mean? Right. Like as a trainer, you gotta be real right. with your fighter. My nigga, honestly, bro, like you didn't keep your hands up. You weren't utilizing enough right. head movement. The footwork is awful. You're not good when you're fighting backwards. Let's keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. If he wants to beat De- Tyson Fury. He's going to need to do all... You see what Carmelo did? Why he's back in the league and why he's doing so good? He's in shape. Right. He, he, he plays weight. off the ball. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He plays off the ball. He sets screens. He plays defense. Right. He attacks the board. He does everything that he didn't do. Look at it. You <laughs> feel Love me? Melo, man. Melo, bro. I, I have a podcast episode where we were like... It was called like the slander. The mm-hmm. Melo slander is real. I was saying, nigga, keep Melo ass out the fucking league. Oh, wow. Real shit. Because his brand of basketball is not conducive. That, give me the ball, I'm going to stand there, right. pivot, not pass, and just shoot. shoot it. Yeah. It's not That's conducive, out. bro. That's out. You're too old. He's in mm-hmm. shooting percentages, dropping things of that nature, bro. Do something else. Right. He's doing that. Now you see, bro, what he brings to that team. He's actually worth something. Right. He brings that nice I'm proud of Melo, bro. Yeah. Melo, I'm happy for you. I know you're not listening to this. Uh, I, I know you're I, not, I but still, Melo, bro, like I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud of you, bro. And Deont- Devontae, I want to apologize too, bro, because I know you a Melo fanatic, bro. Like the nigga did everything that he needed oh, to do, and look at him, he bro. Was a New York fan. I'm not apologizing. Nick still sucks. Nick still whack. <laughs> Nick still whack. I can't bro. never get behind you with that, man. Yeah, but bro. as you stand strong, that's a strong fan. I you feel me? I can't. You know, fan. I can never hate. You know what I'm saying, but I like to keep it a buck though. Right. You know right. if your if your style of if your style of play is not, it's a reason he was out the league, bro. Mm-hmm. That style of play is no longer. I see that, but I always been a fan of Melo. Like I always loved his game from from Denver, from college. Yep. From from Syracuse to Denver to New York to where he went to the Rockets. I don't like his role as a Thunder. They really just kept him in the corner, but I understand what they're trying to do because he didn't really fit that system. But, hey, they... But, as, but with Melo being the catch and shoot, mm-hmm. the, right. know, I mean, mid-range, that would work. But, but his shooting wasn't there. Mm-mm. His At shooting all. was not there. 
That's why it was bad. I was like, get get rid of this nigga. All he can do is right. fucking shoot. Now he can't do that. Get this nigga out of the NBA. Right. He worked on everything else, bro. Congratulations, Melo. Yeah. Round of applause, bro. All right, so um, transition, man. Who is your favorite to win the finals? Like I've been saying, every if it's not the Blazers, it's the Lakers. Because R. P. My boy Kobe, man, that's idol right there. I got you, man. I if it's you. if it's not the Blazers, it's the Lakers. Family first, family overall. I think um, I think for that reason, I have three. Fi- I have three favorites to win the finals. Um, the all favorite is the Clippers yeah. because they have the reigning Finals MVP. They have the best. They have the best roster. Okay. Top to you know, and they have the best coaching staff as well. But they um, don't show up in the playoffs, though. They only have one person that really is that. That was what they said about um, the Raptors. Yeah, but but you see what Kawhi, Kawhi did. Yeah. When he even after he left, you see the way they're mm-hmm. still balling, bro. We're but, gonna see the difference that Kawhi makes in right. the Clippers. We we gonna hope because it be like that because yeah. everybody like with the Thunder. Hey, I like PG. I used to love PG when he was with the Pacers, bro. Right. But Oh, he was that guy. Yeah, he, he was that definitely guy, was. When we went to the Thunder, like playoffs came when he really needed to help Russ. We didn't know where to be found. But he had surgery though. Yeah, on both both shoulders. I give him that. And Russell Westbrick is let's let's keep it a book. Russell Westbrick. Keep it a book. That's Russell Westbrook, man. Right. Like, I don't trust Russell to shoot. I told my mom when we when I lived out there, I was like, I would not trust Russell to shoot. He's not my starting point guard. Mm-mm. He's, a, he's, he's a, a starter. He's guard. a starting point yeah. guard, but not mine. Not mine. I wouldn't. Like, if they was like, pick a pick a um, PG, any any PG. Steph like, Curry. I'm most definitely, oh, I'm going. I'm I know going you're Dame. going Dame. Yeah, I know I'm you are, Dame. but me, I'm going Steph. Just because me. of all, as much attention. As he requires, even when Steph Curry's not having a good shooting night, right? You He's better not leave that nigga open. I bet you're not gonna leave him open <laughs> simply all. for that reason. As much at attention all, as like, he oh, requires, no, he off. Regardless, you're not right. gonna let that nigga exactly. open. If the no, last no. shot is coming down to Steph Curry's 0 for 12, I'm you're still it. double teaming him on the last shot. Right. I don't exactly. care who you are. As much you attention as to. he requires, I would have to go with Steph Curry. You would, you would have to, but I believe Damian is doing the same thing Steph Curry is doing. But just he has a better team around him. But now we about to see now because yeah. now they in a rebuilding stage like Portland was doing. Yeah, and so, Portland the thing the thing about Portland the the team that they built to have is no longer there. Right. They they yeah. they it was Greg Oden, mm-hmm. Brandon Roy, mm-hmm. and Damian Lillard. Right. And Greg Oden was we was talking about this like if you brought all the greatest and the Marcus Aldridge. That is true. That is true. Right there, we was talking about like if we just brought everybody together. Mm-hmm. Like if they just stuck with everybody, it would would they still be nice? Like if Brandon Roy was because he's still in the league, he can keep up with LeBron most definitely. I wouldn't say like keep up like that, but if he was still he playing, was bro, he was balling. Yeah, and then if if Greg Oden never got hurt, what would the Blazers be? Because I'm pretty sure he the starting lineup will go probably Damian Lillard will drop uh, Brandon Roy to the three, and then we'll put CJ McCollum at the two. Then you go Brandon Roy, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, and then Greg Oden. That would have been a lineup. solid. That would have been a solid yeah. lineup. Yeah, and what makes what makes the Warriors so mm-hmm. dominant was the fact that the team was what the team was built for is that, and they're still that. In fact, they got injured last season. They got injured mm-hmm. in this season, but they were able to manifest and they were able to stay together to mesh long enough and I be able to fruition. They they try to do. They did it. I would say they did it better than what the Heat did. Cause the Heat really brought out a 
a all-out four that can shoot. Mm-hmm. Mario Chalmers, Dwayne Wade, LeBron, and then Chris Bosh at the four. Mm-hmm. That they all can shoot. Now we don't have to have two bigs down there. Mm-hmm. We can just leave whoever we're putting at the five. In your pick. Yeah, just grab boards well, and kick out. Don just has them, right? Or it is. Mm-hmm. And kick out if they have to, or they can go back up, but they can mm-hmm. just go dunk it. And the Warriors, they got they had everybody that can shoot. Then they got KD down. Now all five can shoot, which I think was cheating. But when KD came, I feel like Draymond just all right. I don't need to shoot no more. I'll just play defense in my mm-hmm. role. And whoever their five was, he could somewhat shoot. He didn't have to be in the paint. But when he did, he got bored. Yeah. I think um I wouldn't really compare the Warriors to the Heat. I would um I wouldn't call the Warriors I would unless like I, I wouldn't call the Warriors a super team until the, they weren't a super team they weren't a super team until they got K D. Mm. Because that team was drafted. Right. They 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 wasn't a super team at all. They got they really built that team mm-hmm. and they didn't go out and get players. Mm-hmm. The they went to go get who? A whole bunch Andre? of old players like yeah. Leandro Barbosa, mm-hmm. uh, Andre, uh, AI, uh, mm-hmm. Sean Livingston, right. JaVale McGee's, hey, they really started Trumpies. You know, those type dudes. Ian mm-hmm. Clark's type thing, yeah. Right, so with that, like, they really built the team because they drafted, they drafted Clay, they drafted Draymond. Curry, they drafted Draymond, they drafted all these players, and everybody looking at them like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Years later to come, and the shout out to my uncle, man, the, the one you talked to at my house, born Warrior fan. He never gave up on them. I'm still rocking Lakers because they had Kobe. It's a great time to be alive if you're a Warrior. But fan. yeah, they was, my family's from Oakland, man, but they always believe, oh, the Warriors gonna be something. Oh, they still nice. They with Baron Davis and all. And then when they got Monte Ellis, they were gonna be the greatest once they had to find that rebuild. Yeah, they had Matt Barnes, mm-hmm. uh, Stephen Jackson. Yeah, bro, they Richardson. had a squad, bro. They, Jason, Jason Richardson. Richardson, I forgot yeah. about that dude, bro. It was crazy. They were, they were squatted up, and honestly, bro, if you're not a, if if you're a Warriors fan and you don't remember the We Believe Warriors when they exactly. uh, when they I uh, remember that when we they upset was, the Mavs. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about you being Mavs, you right? Look, uh, Warriors. Well, I know all my family; they know about it. Like even all sports, it's California everywhere. I don't yeah. know how I. Got mixed up in the trend because I love all Southern California teams. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I'm a Chargers fan. Like the Forty Nine. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I like the charge. I like the Chargers. I like the Lakers, and then every everything else is probably. So what about the Clippers? How do you feel about the? You don't like the Clippers? I do, but not above the Lakers. I love what Kobe. they bring. Yeah, Kobe is my idol. If you go, you guys, look in my room. It's Kobe everywhere. You walk in my house, Kobe is me. Is Kobe is the present. That's crazy. I rub Kobe every day when Mamba forever, man, yeah. for life. Other I than that, that's I what really. My fault, go ahead, go ahead. That was really like how I start watching basketball out the womb. It was either Kobe or Tim Duncan. He used to be a Spurs. I like I liked the Spurs until I heard they start cheating. When cheating. They sung, yeah, they cheated against the Suns with the refs. They start paying refs. That was really, if you look that up, yeah. And I believe. When, when was this? With Steve Nash days? Yeah. Yeah. When they should have been. Is that why when the Suns always lost to the fucking the Spurs? Spurs bro. Yeah. Yep. That's when I was really like cheering for the Suns. 
And then I noticed, like, Tim Duncan's nice. I give it to him. Tim Duncan was nice. Manu Ginobili was that dude. Tim Duncan's greater than Kobe, mm-hmm. in my opinion. <sighs> Tim Duncan's top 10. Kobe's not. I, I don't want really? Kobe in my top 10. But that's anyway, tough. we can get to that later. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I really, that's the two, that's the two, like, I really like. If it, if Kobe wasn't on TV, I'd watch Tim Duncan. And I really got to watch Tim Duncan in the Lakers because they was in the Suns division. I got to watch Tim Duncan a lot because mm-hmm. I grew up like in the sun. I watched Kobe a lot too, and mm-hmm. at the very, very end is when I actually started to like Kobe. But I would have, um, I liked Tim Duncan a lot, and I was able to see him once again because my dad liked the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Ever since they did my man Kawhi Leonard dirty, <laughs> so um, I have Tim Duncan um, as the most probably the most overrated. Overrated, underrated, the most under one of the most underrated all time greats of all time. You can make the case that he's the greatest defensive player of all time. I wouldn't go that far, but I'll probably give you the the who has more power forward. He's the greatest power forward of all time. But when you look at um, you know, somebody like defensively, right? You would have to bring at their positions. You bring up Akeem Olajuwon, Tim Duncan, Mm -hmm. uh, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, and Gary Payton. I want to call Michael Jordan a really like a defensive player, not the two guard at least. You know he won defensive player of the year, right? Yeah, so did Kobe Bryant. No, he did. Kobe he was first team all defense. defense. You might that's not that. a defensive player of the year though. Oh yeah, you're right. My bad. That's me. That's me. That's me. Yeah. Tim Duncan never won a defensive player of the year award, but he's but, won an MVP and he's been on sixteen first team all defensive teams. Yeah, same. Same as Kobe Bryant. He's been he's been on him. He's the first team, second team, or third team. He's never, uh, never yeah. fallen below it. I didn't know that. I know he's all he's always been a really good defender. Mm-hmm. He's always been a really good defender. But I know he wasn't like um he wasn't gonna lead the league in steals type thing. Um, right. And that's why I would say Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, um, aside from Hakeem Olajuwon, was the only player in the season to have 200 steals and 100 blocks. It's never happened again in the NBA. That says a lot. You know, but one thing why I would say Tim Duncan is greater than Kobe, in my opinion, is because um, before Tim Duncan was drafted to the Spurs, Spurs were a morbid team. Mm -hmm. They never won anything. Greg Popovich, no one knew who the fuck Greg Popovich won. He never won shit. Tim Duncan, uh, David Robinson was a superstar. Never won shit, though. They never won until Tim Duncan came. Mm-hmm. But that's you can say the same thing about Kobe Bryant too. They haven't won nothing until Shaq and Kobe got well, Shaq was there for a year and then they didn't win nothing but they draft Kobe Bryant coming off the bench and then playoffs started coming and he developed a little bit from he got nineteen ninety six, so then um Shaq got over there and they didn't start winning until Kobe got there really, until he really started developing as then. Well, Kobe wasn't the leader of that team, though. And he was coming right. off it the was, bench. Yeah, because young age that Shaq has already been in the league, of course. But yeah. he was also that, that Cole. Like, he could have. Like, when Shaq got hurt, he carried that team to, to yeah, and that time. Yeah, for, uh, for that game. But Kobe, yeah. uh, his rookie year, he didn't even start. Right. I don't, he had, what is the average, 1.2 points? Something like that. Yeah, but still... Still so you can't now. really say it was because of Kobe. Because what you can say it was mainly Shaq because Shaq in his third year in the league with the Magic, who are morbid franchise, who mm-hmm. never won anything. He had took them to the Eastern Conference Finals and then to the Finals. Mm-hmm. And then to the Eastern Conference Finals again. Leaves, goes to the Lakers, takes them to the Finals four straight times. 
leaves, goes to the Heat, takes them to it was mainly D Wade, right, with the Heat, Flash. but took them went to the finals again. So I it was mainly Shaq. It was mainly Shaq. Mainly Shaq, but he couldn't have done it without. That's of course, like with, not disagreeing well, with him. Yeah, that's just like Michael Jordan. Like when he didn't have Scottie Pippen or Dennis Rodman, when when he got when he got Scottie, then they okay. And then, then when they got Dennis well, Rodman, well, when they got when they got Scottie Pippen, um, Michael Jordan also like um, he was he was hurt as fuck. He had like a broken foot. So mm-hmm. that's why he never really won anything. But mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen, when he first came into the league, his rookie year, he didn't start. He has like nine minutes right. a game. He had yeah. You have to. And, but but that year when they when they finally started to win, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was the MVP. He was also the defensive player of the year that year. Yeah, he but led they, the league it in took scoring. Talent. It took talent for him to actually get there. Yeah, it took other talent. Getting right. smacked by by everybody. They had what the uh, the bad boys. You had the yeah, bad boy Pistons. Yeah. You had the Cleveland Cavaliers, who was mm-hmm. supposed to be somebody. You had the Celtics, Boston. of course. Yeah, you mm-hmm. had um, who else was it back there in that time? I think you had um, for, was it the Hawks? Yeah, Hawks the East. Yeah, with Kim Olajuwon. Yeah, with the Kim, and no, they were drafted the, the same Rockets. year. My fault. My bad, Rockets, no. Rockets, yeah. and they were on the Rockets. West. Yeah, they were on the West. The the Hawks were somebody too because they had um, what it wasn't it wasn't Man. Sean Clump. Oh, was it also, Dominique Wilkins? Um, yeah, and the Pacers too with uh, Reggie Miller. With Reggie Miller, so you know uh, and Patrick Knicks. Ewing and the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks. We both thought about the Knicks at the same exact time. Yeah, but it's kind of it's it's a little bit different because Michael Jordan was um, the leader, and he had already, you know, it's the, it's the same thing with Shaq and Michael Jordan because they had already been to the Eastern right, Conference right. Finals, right? Or they had been right before they got to the finals type mm-hmm. shit. And the thing about Kobe is Kobe never made the playoffs without Phil Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. Kobe actually needed a great squad around him, honestly. Nah, I, I can't really say that. Paul Gasol is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, but anybody else? Like who? Rick Fox is not a first, is not a Hall of Famer? No. Come on now. And did Shaq need Rick Fox, really? Yes. He, he did. They needed that entire team. Just like they needed Robert Ory. But what's Just the, like they needed David Fisher or Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher? They yeah, needed everybody. Derek Fisher. They needed everybody. That was a squad, bro. They but think about the 2009. I can name you the whole 2009 roster, and I'm pretty nobody be like, okay, but he had Paul Gasol and what? Andrew yeah, Mark Gasol. Mm-hmm. Paul Gasol. Didn't Andrew Bynum? Wasn't Andrew Bynum in Lamar Odom? Wasn't he the first fucking draft pick? Who? Andrew Lamar Bynum? Odom. No. He was. Are you he, sure? He wasn't for the Lakers. No. He came from the Clippers. But when he came from the Clippers with Matt Barnes. But when he got, but when he came into the league, wasn't he like? Like he was nice. Yeah, he came from Harlem. He he was nice. He so Lamar Odom was really that like dude. that point Lamar forward o- that uh, Scotty Pippen yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So you had Lamar Odom. Mm-hmm. You had was Derrick Fisher still? Yeah, on the on the, on the you had Derrick Fisher. Yep. You had Kobe. Yep. You had Paul Gasol. Mm-hmm. And you had Andrew, Andrew Bynum. Bynum. Yeah. It's not a. It's five. That's five. That's five. Are, are you right telling there. me all those five are Hall of Famers? No, I'm not saying that. Okay. So who came off that bench for that team? Uh, Shannon Brown came off the bench. Yep. Don't tell he, me Shannon Brown wasn't a little dog. Hey, he was. Most years. definitely. He was a dog. He was dunking on damn near everybody. You feel me? Lamar Odom was actually coming off the bench because he was No, he was a starter, but he would come off the bench sometimes. Metal World Peace. That's when they already won. He, he wasn't there when he won the first time against the against Boston. Or was it the Magic? Yeah, he, yeah, he was. The Magic. The Magic. But yeah, he was there for Boston. He wasn't there for the Magic when they went back. 
He didn't win a back. He was back. there for both. He was there against the Magic and the Celtics the second time. He wasn't there the first time. Yeah, Middle World Peace. Yeah, okay. But he was there for the Magic. He was when Kobe with the Magic and the Celtics the second time. Well, I don't think about this because that. Do you tell me those aren't great teams? He wasn't really a great. It wasn't a really a great team, but until Middle World Peace was him. a great defensive player. Mm-hmm. Three most D definitely, type. most definitely, glue 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 guy. Right. But also you had Shannon Brown, Jordan Farmar. Y'all have no idea who these players was until they really came about. Because y'all wasn't talking about them during the season. Shannon Brown was banging out on niggas. Right, and really. And then that's when the t- it was the time where um, Amari Stoudemire couldn't get banged on. And yeah. Shannon Brown got so close until yeah. it won the playoffs. Well, when the Warriors won their last finals, who was on their bench? Damn near everybody. Like who? You said, okay, so... Sean Livingston, he was coming off the bench for sure. Um, Is Sean Livingston better? Then who? Shannon Brown. Yes, by four. Sean Livingston can't shoot the three. But he has a mid-range when it comes to the finals. He has a deadly mid-range. Bro, as soon as he crosses that arch, splash. He can literally step on the line, splash. Who else was on their bench? Um, Wait, 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 no. Yeah, Sean Livingston was there on their bench. He also had uh, JaVale McGee coming off the bench. Yeah, the last time, Swaggy P. You're telling me JaVale McGee, Swaggy P. Yeah, the last, oh, the last finals they had. That was that they won. Yes, oh, they, they won. Swaggy P. Yeah, Swaggy P. Who was who? What? Who was Swaggy P? Exactly. Nick Young. Exactly. Now. It's Nick Young. He can still shoot. Where's he at right now? I don't know. Probably he's celebrating his win. He's at the league. Oh. He's at the league okay. for a reason, bro. Okay, but there's still JaVale players. McGee is on the Lakers. Yeah, but now, he's only good now because they had uh, Quinn Cook. Now and what, and, and, but they're saying he's trash now because LeBron ain't he not hitting threes or nothing. No, that's he's not he's not even in the bubble right now because he's dealing with the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Right Quinn now. Cook, yeah, he's been in the bubble. He's not in the bubble. Yes, he is. I promise you, he's not in the bubble. Are you sure they were just yeah. talking about him not making or Avery Bradley? It's Avery Bradley oh, yeah, Rondo not is not in the bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, Rondo's hurt. Oh, I know hurt. that he's hurt. He has a broken, I think, left thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Kobe would have played because he did with two, two broken. But hey, that's Rondo. It's a thumb. I don't think you can. Michael Jordan played with like a, I think, a fractured wrist, or a broken wrist or something like and that. One, yeah, fractured. I think against the SuperSonics. Oh, that was a nice team too. Even the Trailblazers with Clyde Drexler. Yeah, Yo, it was nice. It was crazy. So let's try. Let's transition, man. Let's transition. Uh, who do you think is gonna come out the East this year? Like we was talking about earlier, I feel like the Bucks, because I feel like they're just hungry enough. Like, they want it. Like, yeah. they had it last year, but I just think they didn't have enough to push for that finals position. They had it. It was there. And they really could have took an opportunity because, what, the 76ers drug the Toronto Raptors to Game 7, and they just got out of, what, a 4-1 or a game since a game five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they now they got that push like Giannis playing out of his mind, but really you're not hearing about Chris Middleton. I just hope he steps up and then uh Bledsoe's playing how he should be playing, stuff like that. Yeah. I think um last year what their demise was was just not having another um not having enough firepower. Right. In my opinion. Um mm-hmm. and it's still the same it's 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 kinda of still the same thing this season. Um last year they just had the Raptors just had just had too much. They had a, a, right. a pincer, and I think even when the Raptors play them again in the Eastern Conference Finals, it's going to be the same thing. I think um, what they did last year is they kind of had a pincer 
pretty much on Giannis and setting up that wall. Right. So with Kawhi and, and uh, Pascal Siakam, they're forcing Giannis to shoot. Cause yeah, exactly. So what they're going to do is pretty much the same thing. They're going to have a pincer on him, I think, with um, Serge Ibaka and Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi. They're going to be throwing them three dudes at him mm-hmm. and uh, forming a wall with um, whichever two are not guarding him at that time. Let's say OG Ananobi's guarding him. Right, they're right. going to form a wall with Pascal, mm-hmm. Serge, and probably uh, Marc Gasol. Right. You know, and there, you know, with their... With Kyle Lowry, Van Vliet, and Siakam. Siakam's length, his speed with, uh, you know, Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, who both scrap right, Van Vliet can close around. out. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think it's going to be this, I think it's going to be the same story this year. I think the Raptors are going to make it out the East. Uh, especially because the way that they've been balling, man. Uh, I think the the effect that Kawhi Leonard has on them, that the, the Kawhi Leonard effect is, is kind of real, man. Right. Because uh, the way they're really balling right now. You see how, like, how much they can really bowl until now. Yeah. They don't have, yeah. and they're still, what, second? Second in the East? But also, if it's not, if it's not the Bucks, I can't, just me, I just can't do it. Because people are really sleeping on Boston. Like, they don't got dogs. I like, I like Boston. Mm-hmm. I like the Boston, so that's my team. Right. But I don't think we have enough to beat the Red. I feel like they do because I know we match up good with them. Like I really noticed, like I didn't know uh, Jalen Brown was that dude until when he played Portland. Like I really got to look at him. What he had a walk, a silent forty. Like I would have had no idea mm-hmm. until announcer said, "Oh yeah, he has forty points. He has how much?" And I never knew like how much he can lock up a defender. Yeah. Like I really thought it was just what Marcus Smart really locking up, and then. Hoping they get a rebound and they just push the tempo. They're like a nice tempo team. Mm-hmm. They're the Celtics are a lot like the Raptors, bro. Mm-hmm. Kimba Walker, Marcus Smart. Oh yeah, they Jaylen do got Brown, Kimba too. Jason now, huh? Tatum. You know, with um, but the, I don't see the the Celtics winning unless they bring up Taco Fall. They need a paint. Presence and this Kanner is not it. Hey, Kanner plays his heart out. He does. Hey, he really does. Cause how I know is he damn near had a broken shoulder with the Blazers, mm-hmm. and he did the best he could since the Nerf wasn't there. He didn't have no inside presence like that. Cause when Zach went down, he was just like, oh dang. But he's playing with both his shoulders all messed up, doing the best he can against Jokic and all the bigs that he really had to mm-hmm. go up against. And when he got him, like, I'll tell you, he played his heart out. That's the type of person that you need coming yeah. off the bench. But he's right now, like, he's a starting player. When he's with the Thunder, most definitely, he gives the I think that's, that's enough Steven for Him and Steven Adams, yeah. That's, a, that's enough for y'all. That is enough for... If, if we have Taco come up, bring Ness Cannon off the, off the bench. Off the bench? I him, I Marcus Smart. Taco. Yeah. Him and Marcus Smart on the bench? Because you got your starters are going to be Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, no, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, Taco Fall. I totally forgot Gordon Hayward is... And he's been balling lately, too. I haven't seen that. All I know is that I'm, he think he's still developing mode. That's where I see. Mm-hmm. But everybody's like, yeah, Gordon Hayward having a silent 25 and nobody recognizing that. And that's me. Because I'm going back on stats like, yeah. yo, he really is hooping. Like, this is a silent hooper right mm-hmm. here. Like, it's crazy. Because with the Jazz, you always hear, you always hear, he's balling the hell out. He used to ball out with the fucking Jazz, too. Yeah. And, he was, and the thing about Gordon Hayward, he's not a superstar. Mm-hmm. He's not a superstar, but he's... Anymore. He's enough, man. He's enough to, you know... Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they hit, and we got... Yeah. 
or even if Kemba not hitting, we know Gordon Hayward's gonna right. Hit. Or Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, and Kemba's not like even if he won for twelve and like he wide open, I'm giving him the ball. Yeah, bro, you want him, you want him shooting, bro. Mm -hmm. You want him shooting because he's the type of person. That's why he fits like the Boston Celtics culture. Mm -hmm. Same with a Jason Tatum. It's like Paul Pierce. I may be two for twelve, but nigga, this is my shot. Right, I practice this every single day since I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. Gonna keep shooting. Same with Kobe. Nigga, okay. I'm 8 for 24, but right. bet you I'm getting the last shot. <laughs> right. Triple teamed or not. I'm shooting it. And it's going to go it. in. And it's going to go in. I don't in. know about that, but yeah. he's he's missed them. It's because he just shot too many game winners. Mm-hmm. He shot way too many game winners where it's been double teamed, triple teamed. For him to just be like, oh, and it's going in. But he's had a hella clutch moments. Mm-hmm. No. He's had a hella clutch moments, bro. To me, though, I think clutch isn't your ability to hit game winners. Mm-hmm. That comes... In hand, but mm-hmm. honestly, I think what clutch is is your ability to close a game out and keep it from going down to the last shot. For that's instance, what you think is clutch in? that's what I think is the most clutch because like if you can stop a team, if you if you can stop a team from getting it to the last shot, mm-hmm. you're not putting yourself in a position to be in a clutch moment. Okay, I see that to button. say that I choked. I would feel like that would still be in a clutch situation where it's a defensive clutch instead of an offensive. That too, and that's that's why, and that's what I'm trying. It goes both ways, mm-hmm. offensively and defensively. So even if offensively you're not hitting, but you have an eight point lead with two minutes, and you keep it at eight, it never goes within five, or it never, or you have a ten point lead and it never goes under like seven points. Right. That's clutch. Okay. You might be hitting, you might not be hitting your shots, but you're keeping the game from going. You're not allowing them to get momentum. Okay. I think that's more more of what clutch is. Okay. You know, because it's been multiple multiple people who just Paul George. They said he wasn't really clutch because he didn't hit any game winners, but the nigga's clutch. Right. That's a clutch player. Uh, I wouldn't say a clutch player. Paul George is clutch to me, in my opinion, because when he was um, he was clutch. He, he's underrated. He's, he's very underrated too, though, oh, as a leader. Because when when we talk about um. Because he like, was leading that Thunder team over Russell Westbrook, most definitely. In the Pacers. I'll give you that. Oh, most definitely in the Pacers. When they had, I thought they were really going to come out when they Roy had. Roy Hibbert, like, George Hill, Danny Granger. Yeah, Danny Granger was coming off injury, though. But when he got a little bit better, and it was, it was a really a problem because LeBron mm-hmm. was struggling. Yeah. There's even Paul pitching. George won most improved player of the year that year. Mm-hmm. And then when LeBron went back to the Cavs, he yeah. ended up facing the Pacers again. And Paul George was balling, bro. And um, I think that was the final year that when he went yeah when he was like all right I'm getting out of here yeah um but um with with um with Paul George I would say I would I would say he's better than Anthony Davis and I would say he's a top five player over Anthony Davis with everyone out Anthony Davis with KD Steph Curry and everybody being out yeah he's top five but of right now right now yeah but if we're talking about top tens and with everybody being healthy I have Paul George ahead of uh, Anthony Davis. And the reason I say so, Paul George has led his team further more times in the playoffs than Anthony Davis. How many times has Anthony Davis gotten another further? First round? I would say further, yes, but every year going into the playoffs. Uh, How many times has Anthony Davis got out the first round? Once. Once. Get you. Blazers. I'm You're right. I'm You're right. Saying, You're right. It was a third seed, and it was coming from the sixth, and we got swept. That's when they lost to the Warriors. Yeah, that's when we got swept. They was in the second round, and then they got swept. Yeah, 
we got swept, bro. That was probably the most like sickest time because everybody know me. Like they they on my neck. Like oh, this what your cousin do. This is other from that. Like it's a team thing. Like I understand. Like mm-hmm. he's a leader, but. Yeah, guess what? We came back that next third season, the mm-hmm. second season, and we went to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, that's when we got so that was the most tough time ever. It was that was the downfall too, like of my life as well. Like everything was going. Bad. <laughs> I was just and like help play a role. Out right, I was like, bruh, like we cannot win. <laughs> Can't catch a fucking break. All right, right. and and once again, that's a re- so. Paul George led his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Two times. Two times when they had to face the Heat. And then he le- he led him out the first round but and Roy played the Cavs. Yeah. And played the Cavs, LeBron's first year on the Cavs, mm-hmm. when they lost to the Warriors in the finals. Mm-hmm. That was Paul George last year, I think, with the, before he got hurt. Yeah. Right before Paul George got hurt um, in the Olympics te- in the Olympic team, it took him to six. So he's he's led his team further more times than Anthony Davis in the playoffs. So yeah, on his Anthony resume, Davis didn't really have nobody. Well, Rajon Rondo, Nikola Juricic, yeah, that's when he Etuan got more. A Milicic was Marcus bucket. Cousins. That's when he really stepped up against the Blazers, and that was really making me mad because I nobody know who he was on, unless you you unless fan. you watch the game, yeah. He was really like he was having what thirty five a game. Every I think game. he averaged like twenty six yeah. in that series. Yeah, bro, like that was really great. He was really shooting the lights out and not missing, hand yeah. up and everything, just shooting it, bottom of the net. I was like, who is this person? He was the Pelicans had a squad, bro. They had Rondo one year, Etwan Moore, who played for the Warriors, who they should have low key played more when they played the Cavs yeah, the second that's time. Right. Uh, Etwan Moore coming off the bench. I think they had Mario Chalmers. At one point in time, they had DeMarcus Cousins. They had Mario Chalmers. He went Memphis. He went Memphis. But he was also on. He was also Pelicans coming off the bench. He was. I remember. I don't. He didn't get any. He didn't get minutes like that. But he played. And so you know the Pelicans didn't have a squad. Mm -hmm. Like ooh, look how deep they go. But they're like, this is a talented squad. Right. But like 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 if Giannis, Mm -hmm. if Giannis had DeMarcus Cousins. Rajon Rondo, um, Nicolai Yarchik. hurt, though, when they went to the playoff run. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, you right. can't really... Oh, but still, though. Right. Still, had, But if if you give Giannis, Nikolai Yarchik, Etuan Moore, who's not great, you know... Right, and you a give, good role uh, player. Yeah, a really good role player. Um, what's the nigga name? Rondo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's better than... That was better than the Bucks last season. That's true. You know, so he'll Giannis takes that team pro- where to the second, third round, probably. I think I would go ahead and say what Eastern Conference Finals. Right, right. So, with that being said, I'm gonna put Giannis. Giannis is over Anthony Davis, in my opinion, too. He's done more. He's led his team to more as the yeah, alpha and leader right of his team. Now, but because for right now, for right now, yeah. If Anthony Davis and the Lakers win the finals, I'm scratching that off the board. Okay, I give you that. I'll give you that. But I like to be putting, fair. Put, putting PG over Anthony Davis is because I know Anthony Davis is a defensive presence, and so is, um, so is PG. And But they play two different positions. So right. Anthony Davis guarding the big man inside, and then PG is guarding the perimeter. All perimeter yeah. is a lock. So, But if you switch roles, then do you think Anthony Davis can guard the perimeter and then PG can guard the center? Uh, well, once again, like you said, 
I don't want to compare them because of their positions. So that's kind yeah. of just that kind of should be pointless. Right, but yeah, that should I'm, be I'm my opinion on it. You know? As like if you put Anthony Davis as a, a shooting guard or a small forward, yeah, PG's gonna be over him. Hell yeah. Yeah, but, but I'm talking about I'm talking about as a leader oh, of a team. A as a leader of a team. I'm taking Paul I'll, George. I'll say PJ when he was with the Pacers. That's why. Yeah, that's why the Pacers. That's why. I would say, yeah, you got me there. But any other team, I'm going Anthony Davis. Okay. So it's just like how I say I have in my great in my um greatest Alright, we back. Uh so we were talking about pretty much um you know, Giannis taking teams, you know, to greater lengths, things of that right. nature. So, um, let's go ahead and go on into the, uh, you know, transition. Uh, what's up with the Lakers, man? You been seeing them lately? How do you feel about it? Most definitely. Um, like we were just talking about. Yeah, um, I feel like they're cool. They're real cool, but, like, when they're not playing, like, when they really want to play, they mm-hmm. can really just, they can get smacked up. Like, like playoffs, like, if they come into a team to that really want to get Further and the Lakers, oh, they gonna bow down to us. Yeah, they can really get the Lakers can really get Spank. a first round. Yeah, a first round out, like a first round exit. Kind but of if they play like they say they want to play, and they show me how they can play. They can really they can go. They yeah, can they're gonna go if if they if they keep their intensity, then they're gonna go mm-hmm. all the way. But the only thing, um, I'm seeing vulnerability. Of course, like we were talking, bro. Like without LeBron being there on the court. It's it's a totally it's a totally different team and it just kind of makes me it's uh as Max Kellerman would say um a cause to pause mm-hmm. or I think Stephen A Smith says that whichever one of them one of them be saying that uh that's that's you know kind of a reason a a a, a cause to pause right. for me you know just like motherfucker when you look like just raggedy out there you like mm-hmm. like worse than a high school team out there. Without your best player on the floor, there's a problem. There's most definitely a problem. It's too much attention acquired uh, to one player, and mm-hmm. I think that's going to be their downfall. Definitely. Uh, let me see. So, how do you feel about LeBron's load management? This is load management, man. It's, I understand it. Most definitely, I understand it. Like, okay, they already clinched the first spot. Cool. But... And then again, it could, because you guys know, when you guys play basketball and then you take a couple of days off, you're not going to have the same, the same drive or the same, like, move that you go, you did the last one. Right, You're right. not going to feel it. You're going to take one shot and be like, that, was, that didn't feel like the last shot I took, yeah. like, when I played that game. Yeah. So, it's going to throw you off a little bit. Most definitely, all basketball players will know that. Like, just, like, even sitting out a game, sitting out a game, oh, you want, you won one, you lose, and you sit down and you got to wait for the next yeah. game. Yeah. You get back on and you just you got to get back in on. your rhythm, yeah. Uh-huh. Most definitely. Yeah. So, it it's a win lose like if LeBron could just keep going like mm-hmm. play how we play like even coming off a little yeah. management. I think I I I think it, it's a bit of the same. It is a win lose because they're going to need it, you know, to get to get some reps without LeBron on the floor. They're really going to need it, you know what I mean? But um when it comes to when it comes to like um oh it's good so yeah it's it's kind of it's it's kind of both for me like you know a win it's it's a win lose because you need the experience without you know you need the reps and you need motherfuckers to be to know where they're going to be on the floor with and without LeBron right and LeBron also needs it too cuz he's old he what 35 36 years old he needs the rest bro 
Middle East since he was 18, 19 years old. Right. He has the most treads on his legs on them tires since anybody historically. Mm-hmm. So he needs it, but it can't blow up in their face, you know. Right. But it's just kind of revealing that, you know, they're not really who we thought. They, they're not as good yeah. as we think they yeah. are. It's just what right. they have so much. good on paper. Yeah. And, you know, their record says otherwise that, no, we are this good. But when I look. Right. It's not. You're not showing me. How y'all this record look? Yeah, because without LeBron and bro, they look discombobulated, bro. For sure. It just and, and it bothers me. I'm just seeing some vulner vulnerability there. So after talking about that, um, who do you really think uh, makes their teammates better, Kawhi or LeBron? You know, because I'm, I'm gonna stick with it, Kawhi most definitely. Even though I'm a Lakers fan, like I really see like Kawhi making his teammates better just because they know how to play when he's not on the floor. It'd be the Blazers that were a hot team. Well, right. They lost to Boston right. that, that second game in, and they, they just took off. Yeah. They're 5-2 and two, or 6-2 and two now because they beat, they beat Dallas. So, yeah, I'm going to have to say Kawhi. He's, he makes his team better most definitely, and then they just know how to play without him. Yeah, with, with him on the floor and without him on yeah. the floor, they do better. You know, whether he leaves the franchise right. or whether he's hurt type Plus thing. And minus yeah, great. yeah, they're just about the same and it's not about strictly Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps the team frame the, the teamwork's frame. Right. Just like how people say Michael Jordan made Scottie Pippen. He turned Scottie Pippen into Scottie Pippen. Kawhi Leonard turned Pascal right. into Siakam and who we're right. seeing right now. And Van Fleet coming out of nowhere too. Same with Kyle Lowry. Right. Exactly. Kyle Lowry was always somebody who would underperform in the playoffs in the mm-hmm. clutch moments. Now look at him, bro. Right. You know, uh, Serge Ibaka would always always know for coming up short. Yeah, because he's with the Thunder, but he's always been that defender that everybody knows. Yep. Serge Ibaka. Yep, Serge Ibaka. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at him now, niggas are still balling right. over there. So you would have to give the credit, the, the Kawhi Leonard effect yeah. that he has, the effect that he has on the team is um is more positive. Um, It's more positive than what LeBron James would bring. Right. He brings a lot of positives, but it's just more positives with a Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. You know? So um, who do you think is going to win this year's MVP? Mm, just because... I feel like they're really they really like the back to back look. I really feel like it's gonna be Giannis. I really feel like it's gonna be Giannis. But Finals MVP? No, regular season MVP. Oh. Yeah. Regular just season MVP. Okay, yeah. Giannis. I'd agree. I would say Giannis. I'd agree. I think Giannis is gonna win it because um he's the best player mm-hmm. on the best team. His team has the best record in the NBA. Right. He's mm-hmm. playing the best. You know, when you look at his PR, when you look at his plus minus, he's also mm-hmm. in the defensive player of the year conversation. Right. But I'm not giving Giannis. that to him. But hey. I may have to give it to Anthony um, Davis. Anthony Davis. Or um, why, keep, why do I keep forgetting his name? For who um, does he play for? He plays for the Jazz. Rudy Rudy Gobert. Gobert. There you go. I'm going to have to give it this year Anthony Davis or Giannis. For defensive player of the year, but MVP, I'm gonna say Giannis Antetokounmpo because once again, usually the MVP goes to the best player right. on the best team, yeah. and I would say Anthony Davis because he's the best player right. on the Lakers. the Lakers right now. I would say that too. I give that to yeah, you. Yeah, bro. Like, I would give that to you. A lot of people don't like to hear it, but you know it is what it is. You yeah. don't have to agree young with talent. Me. Someone young talent. Yeah, bro. And really get. He's really getting like forty three points. Like when he really wants to play. When like, he's in he his bag, he's in 40. his bag, bro. Right. That easy boy can shoot, can dribble, play deep. Exactly. You know his wingspan is like seven. 
Yeah, and Anthony Davis is uh, his wingspan is like seven feet eleven inches type. Of yeah, so it's crazy. Just just his presence alone defensively, I mean, he's in the conversation for me. Mm-hmm. But um, so let's make uh another transition, bro. This one uh back into the beginning of what we were talking about the far beginning with the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, how you feel a little bit about the Black Lives Matter movement? Yeah, everything's cool. Like everybody's voice is being heard, but what I don't agree with with the Black Lives Matter is the writing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like we have to participate in a rioting just for us to get our point across. Yeah, like, if you really want to, like, stop going to, like, white man, like, what they present, like, the white man, uh, I don't want to say, not properties, but, um, building, yeah, you're on it, like, yeah. their establishments yeah, and stuff like, like that. everything, like, they their businesses. go around, like, who support what. Yeah. yeah, white man businesses. There you go. Great mm-hmm. example. Like, like me. Like, I really stopped like going to like off like mostly fast food places that are not black owned. Like, yeah. I'm really supporting like black black businesses, even if I haven't gone there before. Mm-hmm. If I know it's a black business, like I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go try it. Facts. And like try to build us up more. Yeah. But yeah, the writing. It. Just, I don't feel like that. Where we are, we're showing them what they're telling us we are. Mm-hmm. We're acting Agreed. like animals. Yeah, like children. Yeah, we out here just oh we kill we killing we all we like to do is steal and kill folks. Steal, kill, rob, yeah. like prison shit like that. And and, it, and I, I agree, bro. We're just falling. We're falling. We're falling for for what they're putting in front of us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're falling for debate, really. And um, at least for me, when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement, I just what I like to do is I just encourage anybody to at least go to the website. You know, um. Based off my understanding, I, I, I know that um, back in the 60s and the 70s with the uh, implementation of the, uh, you know, with the uh, after the civil rights movement, the black power movement, you know, you had Section 8 housing, gangster rap and things of that nature, which was there to, you know, uh, to remove the black father from the household. With the Black Lives Matter movement, if you go into the website, you can see that it's funded by George Soros, who was, a, you know, a Jewish white male. Just like every... um. Every so-called Marxist group back there, back in the days, that was you know that was infiltrating things of that nature. It always had to do with some type of rich, older, you know, uh, so-called Jewish white man, right. you know. And so it's it's the same thing. He's funded by them, and um, the owners actually, the people who are running it, um, are actually dyke women, two gay lesbian women. One one is a black woman, one is a white woman. Mm-hmm. So if, um, I know that um, since the nineteen like 1997 or 1979 or 1977 around that time being gay was actually legally um being gay it was you were you legally were um you had a mental disorder it was legal you know that's what it was that's what it was so if we understand that you know like these people have mental disorders and things of that nature and i'm not you know that's the core that he put right there um but if you know if it's like a mental disorder and things of that nature and it's something more than just you know what it looks like that you know that we understand that they're trying to really, you know, gay women and dyke women and things of that nature. They're trying to take our energy. Mm-hmm. It's just like when you see white people who wear do-rags and things like that. Mm-hmm. They're clearly trying to take and copy your energy. But yeah, anyways, um, let's transition one more, uh, two more time. I got two more questions for you, man. Um, so do you feel like um, right now at this time, do you feel like the thing that we need to do would be uh, pro-black or pro-truth? And I say this because... Um, pro right now the pro black community really is just a lot of um, internet pro blackities mm-hmm. and internet mm-hmm. revolutionaries who claim that they're about to start the revolutionary tonight. 
Right. That they're about to start the revolution tonight type right. shit. And the niggas not gonna do shit. It's right. mainly been like hijacked and like the uh, mm-hmm. the woke's attention of like you know social media and things of that nature. Woke. Yeah, it's really fake woke. Right. You can be woke all you want, but nigga, you still in the right. bed. Right. You ain't got off the bed and did nothing yet. You know what I mean? What's being woke when you're still in the bed? Type right. thing. Quote to uh, make quote from Mick Jenkins if anybody listens to him. Um, right. So you know, and being and being right. Mm-hmm. So and being pro truth is you know being able to look at everything historically. How the Haitians gained their independence. Mm-hmm. The Asians. When we look at the uh, the Ottoman Turks and the Arabs and things of that nature, right? How they all gained their independence. We're gonna have to take off little bitty pieces of things from every culture, from every subculture that has. That has meaning on the planet. So right. when we look at the East, the Ottoman Turks and the Egyptians and um, um, Saudi Arabians and shit like that, right? The people in the Middle Middle East, what do they run? They run the oil. Right. When we look at the Jews, they what do they run? Right, economically, mm-hmm. economically. So that that's culture. They always have something to go back to. When you look at the Jews, they run the banks. Right. Guala, you feel me? When you look at Asians, what do they run? Technology, right. computers. You know, when you look at Africans, what do they go? What do they run? Gold, diamonds, jewelry, jewelry, things of that nature. What black Americans? We don't have anything. Right, we got what military. <laughs> right, <laughs> we're not even in the military. Right, I mean, we're, we're less than like eight percent or something like that. Right, right. So you know, we're not we're not in anything, and you know, in power. Do we own freedom? How you how you buy freedom? You can't. You can't. <laughs> buy freedom. It's not exactly. possible. You know. So I feel like at least being pro, at least for me. Uh, pro-truth would be, you know, when we look at how everyone gained their independence was, you know, through fucking bloodshed. It wasn't them them just waking up and fucking shit up. They ended up waking up doing things within, you know, doing shit within each other, creating their own culture on that line, and then rose. They didn't just all wake up like, oh, it's time. We No, bro, you need to have a plan. Same thing with the Haitians, same with the Ottoman Turks. Like, you know, like, the fucking Crusades ruled for how long? And they were fucking niggas up. They were yeah. fucking niggas up. You know what I mean? So, so they finally were all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Asian. And then they, no, they didn't just stop. They got rebelled. Yeah. They got rebelled on. That's what I'm talking You about. know, the Slavs and things of that nature. So how, would you feel like the thing to be was uh, pro-black or pro-truth? Right I'm going to say pro-truth. Like, we really got to come and like, be real with ourselves mm-hmm. instead of just being fake woke. You know, yeah. like, know what I mean? So yeah, being for the truth. Yeah. I like rather but even now like, I'd rather have you give me the truth than give me just oh yeah it's black like matter I really need to know the truth yeah and I think that's a good I think um that's another reason why we had to why you know um I had you on here bro cause I know that you understand that this is something that I've always yeah always know, not that I've just had pleasure into like mm-hmm. I was I was raised into this type mm-hmm. shit my even dad like growing me. up like I vouch for you like to this day like you always been about the politicians and what's going on in the world more yeah. than I'm just about like basketball and then about me yeah until it really got to a big problem cause I admit it like I really didn't I didn't see like the world as a big problem like as you did like mm-hmm. you like we had the argument on um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to, mm-hmm. we were supposed to Facetime each other or talk about this. Yeah. thing. Well, I'm glad we're doing it here because yeah. now it's a real platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind learning more stuff, things, and disagreeing. And what you're a big fan on too, like you like when people disagree with you. Yeah, you like yeah. I encourage disagreement. Mm-hmm. I encourage it because if you disagree, I'm able to see something. I'm able right. to see your perspective, yeah. and you you're able to see to mine too. Mm-hmm. I have to listen to yours. Most definitely. You know. But yeah, for the truth, for sure, for sure. Okay, so with that being said, um, being pro-truth, do you feel like um, it's going to be a point of times where we're going to have to be able to, 
you know, get past the points where we look at all white people as being like the oppressor and like slave owners and shit like that. Because historically, historically, right. if we're gonna be truthful, mm-hmm. not all white, not all white people were slave owners. Right. It was actually a very, very small percentage. Right. A very, very small percentage. Most of the white people that we see today are trailer trash. Most of them. Most of them. Are trailer trash. But That's why some, we see most people on Section but some 8. Of them, you gotta know, like, they came from slave owners. If they if they still believe in it, like, if they still believe, oh, yeah, we're, we're not equal to mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. then they should most definitely be humbled in their self and, like... Right. We can't get over that. Like, yeah, we focus on them. Mm-hmm. But for the people that, oh, yeah, they believe in this stuff and like, we're, they believe in we're equal. Like, we got white friends now. I'm pretty sure you know a couple white folks and I know a couple white folks. And, like, we're cool with them. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't be cool with them if they still believe, oh, no, you still under us, bro. Like, no, like, I just believe, like, we, we get over what they give us, I would say. Mm-hmm. I would say it's because... Uh, I know some people that really rock the Confederate flag. Like, I really have to stop talking to them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some we have to we have to get over it because it happened. Mm-hmm. We can't change that. Only yeah. one man can really just all right. Yeah. But then again, we we have to focus on the people that really still believe we're lower than them. Okay, I feel that. I think um, I don't I don't really think we should necessarily really be focused on anybody. But I, I know what you mean when you say that, right. you know, um, so um, in that regard, when it comes to, you know, so-called white people and things of that nature, what the 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 best thing that they can do for us, we can't expect them to be willing to do. Mm-hmm. So um, the right thing to do would be moral, would be morally, you know, if they understand that they're not aboriginal to any landmass, they conquered this landmass, the right moral ethical thing to do would be to give everything back to the owner, right. to the natural owner, right? So, um, yeah, and I say, and I say to certain white, uh, I don't, I don't like to talk with white people about this thing really a lot because I really could care less, you right. know. But it's certain white people, you know, to where you know you kind of have to understand where they're coming from, right? At least sometimes, you know what right. I mean? Right, most definitely. And so I'll, I'll talk about this sometimes with certain white people, you know. It's just like, once again, I really don't care too much for you know. A motherfucker's opinion, but when it comes to uh, when it comes to what's going on, you have to be um, you have to be open and you have to be open wary of yeah, and you have to be wary of what your enemy quote right. unquote enemy has coming for you, right? right. So um, when I when I have this conversation, I I, I present pretty much a scenario. I'm like, okay, let's say uh, let's say you're a white dude. I'm t- I'm, right. I'm talking to a white man. Cool, cool, cool. Like, okay, let's say my father. Mm-hmm. Let's say you live in this house right here that we're, that right. we're you know, your right. father raises you in mm-hmm. this house. You know, my father um, comes, robs your house, right. kills you, mm-hmm. takes your wallet, everything mm-hmm. that's in your wallet, that car in the driveway, mm-hmm. you know, everything. That's not my dad's. Right. I grow up. I inherit the, the car, the, car right. the house, the last name. So that wallet, the social, right. the bank account, everything, the, the computers, is everything mine. is mine. Mm-hmm. Your wife, all that is mine. Mm-hmm. And I find out how you got this. Mm-hmm. What would be the right thing to do? Give it right back to the to the lawful right. owner, right? Right. You can't expect motherfuckers to do that. Yeah, it's too realistically what they like, yes, and realistically what they've done is just make more lies. Yeah. To cover up what actually happened. Most definitely. You know, Only so one man knows the whole truth. Yeah, bro. So if, if you really have to be able to look, you have to be able to look at it from all sides. And I think one thing is that so called black men is we need to shape our minds. 
Nice. The closest thing that we have um, to our creator is the mind. It's the biggest gift that we have. Mm -hmm. The most talent, the biggest talent that you have is through your mind. You know, that's the closest thing that we have. You know, you refer to your higher self is the brain. Right. You know, so I think when it, um, when it comes to the training of our mind, we're going to be able to be open more and to be able to think like this. Because, sure. you know, it comes with all training your mind, of course. So, uh that's really that's really all it for today, man. Once again, you can tell you know the people where to find you, bro. Uh, you know Instagram or whatever. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter. Ah, don't hit me on with Twitter. I barely be on Twitter. Like right. it's a rare case like I'll really get on Twitter and be like uh, and go do something. But everything, if you guys want to follow, is going to be T Money Chambers on damn near everything. And for Snapchat, if you want to add me on Snapchat, you're not gonna see nothing because I really really post yeah. my life unless yeah. I'm really. Having fun somewhere because I really be in the grind. But don't judge me, Money Man Twenty Four Oh Eight. I believe it is the name. But yeah, it should pop up as T Money Chambers for everything else though. All right, man. Well, uh, that's all we got here for today, man. It's glad to have you on here, bro. It's been, it's, it's been a long time coming. Anytime, bro. anytime. So whenever, uh, what I what I plan to do is, um, when the playoffs start, every round mm -hmm. when the new rounds start up, I'm gonna do a, um, I'm gonna do an update. And I want to have all of our predictions. We make uh, it's going to be me, you, Darren, and mm -hmm. my boy Nathan, and Pedro. We're all going to make our predictions Most for every round, Most you know. Days. And when they're over, Most you days. know, going on to the next one, we're going to do the same thing. Let me know, know when that starts up. I'll, hopefully, I will be here. And I don't care if I got to do it over the phone. You guys yeah. can call me, Snapchat, or Instagram. I write yeah. down my number. The, la the last one, the last one that we did, well, with my boy IJ, we didn't do it over the phone, but the one that I did uh, prior to that one. We were over the phone, and no one was even no one was even able to tell. So whether you have to do it over the phone, or you can just download the Anchor app, right. and you can just tap in live with me. You can hear everything right. that I'm saying type shit. So it's however we do it, man. So once again, bro, thank you for having me, man. And uh, we out of here, y'all. Peace. All right.